Hello, and welcome to another episode of Not Another Bad Movie Podcast with me, Megan. Today, I'm here with Dawn. Hello, everyone. And we watched... We watched Evidence of Love or A, a Killing, Killing in, in a, a Small, small town. town. Yes, It was a Lifetime movie, in case you couldn't tell from that title. Old school Lifetime movie, everybody. 1990 is when it came out. So Megan was two. Yes. <laughs> she remembers it so well. It was her first uh, Lifetime movie. No, just kidding. <laughs> that would be very upsetting yes. if I saw this at two years yes. old. Yes. As we will tell you, uh, you'd be like, yeah, that wouldn't be good for a two-year-old to watch. Absolutely not. Yes, yes. We did not let her watch that. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I should have seen it at my age now, actually. Yeah. Very disturbing material. Yes, yes. I was concerned for her, but <laughs> we survived it. Yes, we did. To tell the tale. So, yeah, I guess uh, this is the part where we talk about what happened in the movie. Yeah. This is actually based on a true story. That's right. And it is set in the year 1980. Yes. And it actually occurred. They did not mention this in the film, but because I'm a research person, I found out the real story. It happened on Friday the 13th. Ba-ba-ba. Yes, yes. But And you know what is significant about Friday the, fr- the 13th? It's also a movie series. Yes. And, and so when did that come out? 1980. What? Ooh, what the? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yes. In a small town in Texas. Is that where it's when it happened? Yes. It was set there. No, I mean. Oh, um, sorry. Oh, uh, I don't know. I've never seen them. I know. Neither everybody's <laughs> shocked by this, but both of us have never seen Friday the 13th. And you're all going, What? Yeah, we don't do horror movies. No, that's not our scene at it's all. not our scene. No, no, no. Lifetime movies about horrors, yes, but yes. not Lifetime, not horror films. No. no. Uh, so I don't know if there are any axes in that movie or not. Oh, I believe there are. I think actually that's what it said in the article, that there was an axe <laughs> murder in the first one. That's what makes it like, ooh. ooh. Yes. Because in this movie, there's a, a lady who gets the axe 41 times. Yep. And that's, I think, li- what Lizzie Borden did. Well, according to the rhyme. Well, yes, which Lizzie I heard Borden wasn't true. But anyway, took an axe, gave, gave her, her mother, mother 40, 40 wax. And, and when, when she, she saw, saw that she, she was done, done, she gave, gave her, her father 41. 41. Yes. <laughs> Skip rope to that sometime. It's always fun. Isn't it sweet? I just love that kids <laughs> made that up and that it was just like Ring Around the Rosie to them. Well, Ring Around the Rosie is about, you know, some oh, sort of Oh, the plague. Humor. It was about the plague. Murder, right? Yeah. It's uh, the Black Plague. A virus. Yes. <laughs> so everything from your childhood is, is terrifying. Yeah, it's pretty much. Pretty much. So this uh, movie, well, it starts starts with um, a framing device. She's talking to her therapist, this woman. Um, and I guess she's just talking about, like, she can't live with what she's done. And uh, so we assume that she's done the murdering. And then we go back in time. She is at vacation Bible school at this church in this small town. And she tells this um, legend of these three trees. And the first tree begged not to be cut down. (laughs) Foreshadowing. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, became the manger. And then the next tree begged not to be cut down. And uh, became a boat. 
and that Jesus used. Mm -hmm. And then the last tree begged not to be cut down, but cut down it was, and it was made to be the cross. And it was about how you just never know how life's going to turn out, guys. That's true. <laughs> God's plan is different than your plan. And, and sometimes <laughs> his plan is for you to get chopped up by this. Wait a minute. <laughs> I, I I totally say that's wrong. <laughs> I'm just me. But I Record don't think God, scratch, no. Right? No, don't think so. Uh, yes, yeah, so, yeah, you're right. Foreshadowing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I wonder what she made her into. After chopping at her like a tree. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <sighs> Sorry, I apologize. Okay. <laughs> no, you don't. No apologies. No, no apologies. Not at all. <laughs> and then she leaves and um, she's just going to pick up her daughter's friend's bathing suit and make sure that her daughter's friend's mother is cool with her daughter's friend spending the night yeah. after they go see a movie. Maybe they're going to see Friday the 13th. Who knows? It's <laughs> yeah. 1980. What, what's I out? I kind of doubt that. I think they're like seven years old. And this was <laughs> a e. church. Is E.T. out yet? Place. No, it's probably not out yet. 80, I think, was a little before E.T. I think E.T. was 81. Little Mermaid? Oh, no. That's way before Little Mermaid. Uh, Newsies? <laughs> oh, gosh. That's way before Newsies. <laughs> this is uh, definitely showing Meg's age here. Uh, 1980, I guess it's like a year before E.T. Um, I don't know. That would be a good thing to think about what the, what movie they saw maybe uh, well that was after et is uh, mac and me <laughs> oh man <laughs> the worst movie ever but it's so much fun i <laughs> i recommend you watching one, it the one scene and you'll know it when you see it you're like what scene i wonder if it's this scene i wonder if it's that scene <laughs> and then you'll see the scene and you'll be like no this is the scene they were talking about <laughs> they were so vague but they were so right this scene is amazing yeah and then you can stop watching there's no need to keep watching well, I mean, at the very end, when E.T.'s knockoff's parents come and become United States citizens <laughs> while wearing human clothes, you should watch that. So, like, the last five minutes. So, like, the first 30 minutes and the last five minutes, you're welcome. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Anyways, what were we talking about? All right, I know, so, right? Like, um, they probably just went to see, like, a re-release of a Disney film. There you go. Maybe, like, Sleeping Beauty or something. Yes, it's been re-released according to our fictional narrative yes. of what happened in 1980. That's right. That's our just our guess. <laughs> and uh, so she goes over and then we see her um, changing out of her clothes and uh, a lot of blood. So, you know, maybe from a human or a large animal. <laughs> but it's definitely a lot of blood. <laughs> and she's like driving in the car and she notices like her um, the sleeve of her jacket drips water. Yes. That was interesting. <laughs> so I'm guessing she threw her jacket in there too. Or did she bathed with her jacket in it? On? Maybe. I don't know. The, she's kind of in shock as she's driving back to yes. the church. Yes. And um, she also notices she has a tiny bit of blood on her forehead. And then that's, oh, that's going right. to connect to another scene later where she has a little cut on her forehead. But um, anyway, she comes back to VBS and she's acting really weird. Um, she was really late to see her son in a some sort of play mm -hmm. and then she's like oh, oh she had to go to target I, remember to oh, get, yes, uh, to get a, card a card for the dad yes and we're like there was a target it's in 1980 wow i didn't know that i don't know <laughs> if they changed it from the book out from the true story that it was uh, based on they made it made it target it might have been target i mean they've it, been around it, for a while yeah yeah it could be target yeah you never know or it could have been just a local store 
like and they didn't yeah. want her to keep on saying local store right <laughs> so like can we just change it to a chain that everybody knows there you go <laughs> um but she she keeps on like explaining her routine to everyone like Very i was detailed. supposed to go to target but i didn't go to target because i realized i was running late and i was running late because we played with the dogs in the yard and then we had coffee and then we started talking and then my um, watch it stopped and then I had to pick up peppermints because um, my daughter's friend doesn't put her head underwater unless there's peppermints <laughs> and at this point I had forgotten that she was like supposed to be picking up bathing suits oh, for swimming lessons and right. I was like why does she have to keep her head underwater what are they doing to this girl <laughs> and then waterboarding the <laughs> Asian Bible school has changed in many years <laughs> I was like is she supposed to get like baptized because that's really quick you're like you're under and then you're up and you only do it the once she likes to practice <laughs> it was very no. odd and then i was like oh like, they're talking nice about swimming, swimming. Okay. it's the summer and i felt bad for this little girl because like that's the thing that she like tries to get out of her parents mm -hmm. is like peppermints like oh i know restaurants give those out for free sweetie <laughs> like try for chocolates or right? jelly beans or right? jolly ranchers Hello? or laffy taffies anything but peppermints yeah peppermints is pretty sad but that was the only thing that would induce her to put her hand underwater. <laughs> okay. She's so, a strange child. Strange. Um, <laughs> anyways, so she's like being very detailed and everyone's like, whatever, I don't care. Which is like the, um, like the de showing you that she's lying because they say a liar puts, too tells much too detail. much detail. Yeah. Yeah. Most people would just be like, oh, I just ran out of time. I didn't mean to be late. I'm yeah. so sorry. My clock ran slow or something. Right. My watch, my watch stopped and you know how it is. You start gabbing. Yeah. And then you just dot, dot, dot. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't even finish that thought because the other person's going to finish That's the thought right. for you. That's right. So then she comes home and Stan calls her and Stan is the most vanilla person you can imagine. <laughs> Not very exciting looking guy. <laughs> um, he has like big thick rim glasses, kind of, you know, very much 80s, mm -hmm. 90s looking glasses, even though it's supposed to be 1980. Yep. Um, I guess big glasses were oh, big Oh yeah, the they 70s. were big then too, yes. There was like a 30 year reign of the big glasses. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, I had them, I believe. <laughs> I remember mom has uh, a lot of pictures of her wearing. Oh, yeah. Huge Take about a fourth of her face, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think they're going to come back. Those hipsters are going to bring them, bring it back. Oh, yeah. Hipsters are already. So like for oh, hipsters, okay. like I'm sure this guy is like some sort of dream for them. This very boring looking man with the longish hair and the thick rim glasses. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he is a very basic human personage like he's not pretty much kind of dollsville she i mean she's pretty dollsville herself too she has like crazy orphan annie hair yeah like tight curl ringlets close to her head and giant glasses too yeah very plain looking and it's barbara hershey who plays this character um and she's normally known as a be great beauty i don't know if anyone knows her but she's known for beaches name. which is that um, movie that tearjerker movie with the two best friends and I think she dies of cancer at the end or something it's yeah. and wind beneath my wings is the yeah. song so I don't know why that was it was like let's have movies about women and their friendships but 
it's only gonna matter if one of them's dying. <laughs> <laughs> like Magnolia's Pretty like much. that. Pretty Magnolia's like that too. Pretty much. Or both dies, like Thelma and Louise, so they go yeah. over the cliff. So because how do you know that someone loves you until they're willing to go over a cliff with you? That's right. That's the. I okay. think that was the, the point of that movie, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Anyways, so he calls and he's like, "My wife Peggy, she's not picking up the phone. I'm away on a business trip and." She's not picking up the phone and that's not like her and I'm really nervous. And um, she's like, oh, well, I, I don't know why Peggy's not picking up the phone. I'm sure she's fine. And um, she was pretty cool as a cucumber about it. Yeah. She wasn't like, oh, I don't know. Uh, 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 uh. Now she was totally cool about it. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't. I just talked to her this morning, but I don't. I don't know where she is. I mean, she should be home, I would think, you know, yeah. she's kind of nonchalant about it. And so Stan is getting more and more anxious Mm -hmm. and he calls the neighbors and the neighbors don't really know him or his wife very well. And so they're kind of a little weirded out that this guy's like keep calling them to ask them to look on his wife. Yeah. They were like, why are we going into this person's (laughs) hall? We don't even know them very well. Why? Yeah. So weird. (laughs) But they go in and the front door is unlocked and at first they don't find her, but then they do find her. And uh, us as an audience, we don't see the body. No. Uh, we don't even see the room that she was killed in yet. We just see um, a lot of blood on the walls and stuff. Yeah. And then at this point, we realize that um, this couple has an infant and the infant was left in the house alone. Poor thing crying away. In that the was crib. Yeah. That yeah. was legitimately like kind of scary. Yeah. Like in terms of the scary moments in this Definitely. movie. It's a like, creepy you thought. didn't really realize that she was even there and then she's there mm-hmm. and she was there the whole time. Like that's a really creepy thought. And they first assumed she was a gunshot wound to the head, but I guess because part of her face was missing. Yeah. Mm. And then they were like, uh, I, no, <laughs> when they did the autopsy, it was like, yeah, but I mean, she was hacked. I know. Up by I don't know axe. why they thought a gunshot. I don't think they did think that. I think okay. they just didn't want to say to Stan, hey, your wife got chopped up by an axe. I guess Sorry, so. Sorry, dude. I, I guess so. That's a good point. So they were just like, um, she was shot. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess that's a hard thing to have to tell anyone. That is true. Your yeah, wife you has been seen. murdered. Right. Like that. I mean, even just that sentence, not going into detail, just your wife has been murdered. Like that's real rough. But... Because they leave it ambiguous and they say shot, mm-hmm. Stan thinks that maybe she's killed herself. Yeah, because she's been she's moody been lately. Moody. Um, and they don't really like go into that character very much because honestly, no. you know, she's dead throughout the most most of the movie. Yeah. Um, but like you kind of wonder if she maybe has postpartum or something. Yeah, that could have been. You never know. But I mean, she, she was also she said was very nervous about being alone. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, cuz they were like, oh maybe she's out. I was like, no, this is she'd be home by now. She yeah. doesn't like to be out alone after dark. Or late, yeah. And she, you know, she's there. She would be home answering the phone. Yeah. So she didn't like him being away and she was like a nervous, very nervous and so that is a good point. It might have been postpartum. Yeah, we're not sure why she was so upset, but she was, she seemed to be upset, and so he thought perhaps she had killed herself. Yeah. And then um, he calls uh, Candy, our main character, right. um, and says, uh, Peggy's uh, dead. Uh, I think she might have killed herself. Mm-hmm. 
And then Candy starts weeping. Yeah. And it was weird because it was like, I mean, I guess she was doing that just to like pretend that she didn't know. Or maybe like. No, they seem genuine tears to me. Yeah, they did seem. I believe it was her guilt. Oh, yeah. It could have been her, her guilt. Yeah. Or just like. She was kind of like almost in a trance, like she was in shock. And mm-hmm. so she had to like reconfront the fact that she was yeah, really dead. That's a good point. <laughs> and like going through the shock again. Mm-hmm. So it's because it's early on in the movie and you don't really know like what happened. The, everything that happens in the movie, you're like, what? what is going on? Is she like, is she in shock or did she plan to kill her or yeah, yeah. like all of it just is like kind of curious so then the police get involved and they start investigating and they start investigating stan and they they ask him you know how are things in your marriage and you know did she ever cheat on you did you ever cheat on her and then he admits that he's had an affair with candy what (laughs) (laughs) yeah you would have never guessed from their interactions on the phone that they had had an affair it wasn't like oh hi kind of thing and it wasn't like uh baby i think uh this my wife's in trouble or something (laughs) it was nothing personal or anything it was just like from the scenes about the affair itself you wouldn't have guessed that they were no 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 and you'd be like why would you have an affair with her because she's not exactly you know, beauty queen or whatever. Not that that matters, but I don't, you don't understand why either. Well, he's kind of bored and he like talks about his wife as if she's like a colicky baby. Like oh, she's <laughs> right. nervous and she's sad all the time mm-hmm. and I'm kind of over it. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, Candy's character is like, Oh, well, you know, I always had to pick myself up by my, bootstrap so to speak and right. I was an army brat and I had to reinvent myself all the time and we were always you know forward motion mm-hmm. and like you just have to you know be strong yep and she found him attractive and they what was it they met <laughs> they met church volleyball. church volleyball and choir which I thought kind of odd that you know people in their 30s would be playing volleyballs normally seems to me like a kid thing to do but okay (laughs) maybe 1980 um texas that was the height of excitement probably i mean it's a small town i don't know what else they're gonna what else gonna do (laughs) well we know what they got (laughs) what's great is later in this movie there's a courtroom scene obviously and uh stan is brought to the stand and they're like oh how'd y'all meet and uh he says that he (laughs) uh has been playing church volleyball to which don says do you remember he said no <laughs> objection were you really playing volleyball doesn't that seem to be more of like a teenage activity oh right yes <laughs> and then uh yeah overruled i want to know did you really did you really play volleyball is that really true why would you believe do that? that that's really weird what an odd thing to make up no really it's true um but i thought she was fascinating because they showed how they got together and how after the choir practice they've been like smiling at each other and stuff and after yeah. the choir practice he's in his car and she just hops right in his car 
And he's, she's like, I've just had this on my mind, and I have to tell you, I'm very attracted to you. And he's like, oh, what? <laughs> I did not expect that from her, I don't think. And then, yeah. and then she's was, like, I want to have an affair. <laughs> if this is a cartoon, he would have blanked on and would have gone, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great, the scene of them flirting in the church choir. Oh, like, yeah. He does funny looking. faces at her. Yeah. And she's like, oh, he's so funny. And everybody else is pretty old, too. So, I mean, yeah, compared to everybody else, like, he was hot. Yeah, um, there was like four other men in the choir and they were all over 60. Yeah, yeah. So, of course, <laughs> she had to go after him, the goofy guy around her age. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that he makes a silly face and she's like, oh, he's the best. Yep. Oh, my gosh. He's the one <laughs> to have a little fling with. <laughs> and uh, so she makes this very like business like proposal and then she. Yeah, she's very matter of, of fact. Yeah. The way she talks. Yeah. And then she pops out of his car and he's like, uh, okay. <laughs> and. Then uh, they meet at a tea room, and that's where they have the conversation about his wife and what a mess she is. Right. And then he's remembered that it's her birthday, and he gives her a birthday card. And she's very touched by this. Yes, she is. And then they... um, It's pretty good for a guy. I mean, they hardly remember birthdays. So, I mean, it's been a year. This is before Facebook. There's no notification Right? No Facebook (laughs) notifications. I mean, he wrote it in his little diary. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Yeah, she's like, how'd you know? And he's like, I remembered from last year. So she's been on his radar, too. There you go. That's proof right there. Um, And then they... He comes over to her house. (laughs) (laughs) This This is is my favorite part. (laughs) She has two sheets of butcher paper on the wall. Very... uh, I think she was a teacher, actually. I read that. So she was a teacher, (laughs) plus she did Sunday school. So it was just perfect for her to have butcher paper with like marker written on it what was it do's and don'ts about why we should and why we shouldn't yes right yes (laughs) one why we shouldn't disease (laughs) (laughs) two why we shouldn't like i don't know hurt our spouses or something yeah yeah three kids (laughs) um and then like why we should fun uh, fun was in big letters i remember that <laughs> uh to she's an odd bird definitely <laughs> but yeah it was like like i don't know in most movies where there's like an affair it's like oh it happens yes because they like they touch a little too much they stand a little mm. cl- too close they laugh just a little too loud <laughs> but, but in this case she's like I've made a, a, a pro and con sheet and we're going to go through this. <laughs> and if it was in 1980, she'd have a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> I was waiting for her to take out like naughty flannel grams and be like, this is what I was thinking about. <laughs> well, that's perfect for a Sunday school teacher. I'm sure she has some. <laughs> oh, that would have been great. Well, yes. <laughs> Hashtag would be awesome. naughty flannel grams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so boy. he... He just kind of laughs, and then they decide that they're going to go to um, this motel, and instead of her usual... A no-tell motel, which <laughs> I find interesting. Megan had never heard that term before. I hadn't. And some of you probably are like, oh, wow, never heard of that either. So you learn something today. The no-tell motel. That's what they call it, babies. Because uh, Don hangs out with a lot of adulterers, and knows all the like uh, what? <laughs> what? I tend to watch really old 
cheesy movies about affairs. So, <laughs> so you only hang out with fictitious adulterers. Of course. <laughs> Always fictitious. I never deal with the real ones. There they creep me go. out, man. Man. <laughs> <laughs> so she's wearing her little negligee. Little silky number. And uh, they have a little picnic. Oh, yeah. And uh, she, it looks like she's going to back out of it. And then he starts kissing her. Um. I guess for what for him must be termed passionately. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's as passionate as this dude gets, <laughs> pretty much. He's a pretty cool customer, and so is she. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, we get to see him in whitey tidies. So if Sexy. that's your thing, Woo-hoo. you get to see whitey tidies in this. Nerdy 80s, um, older kind of blah gentleman <laughs> and tidy whiteys with glasses. That's no, your bag. Oh, baby. Watch out. <laughs> and, you know, it's made for TV, so, like, they pretty much keep their clothes on and wiggle around. And <laughs> <laughs> wiggle and around. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, yeah. They know what I mean by wiggle around. Oh, yeah. I think they do. <laughs> Dirty um, birds. <laughs> and, uh, and that's your, you know, adultery scene. So I'm not really sure how many times they got together. Yeah, I'm not really sure. They didn't really, maybe a few times. I think it only lasted a couple months, yeah. this relationship. And then it had been over for quite a, like a few months like until, a year or yeah, yeah. So it wasn't a f- fresh relationship when things right. happened. Yes. And then her husband sees the card. Oh, and, that's right, from him. Mm-hmm. And then. Well, he says cards, so there was so more there than one. Been, yeah. So maybe Christmas, mm-hmm. Easter, <laughs> Columbus Day, Columbus Day, Day. <laughs> yeah. But this, the husband was extremely evolved. I was quite impressed with him because he was just like, you know, and she's like, oh, I feel so ashamed. She starts crying, and and he's like, honey, you know, I've been, I haven't been paying attention to you. I haven't been around enough, and and you just need, and I wasn't. It was my fault, and I'm like. Wow, this guy's pretty evolved from a guy from 1980. I mean, I I don't know if he was taking all the faults, but he was like, you know, this is some on me too, and Mm -hmm. I understand, and we can move forward. But he didn't get super mad or anything at all. He didn't yell. He didn't use angry languages. Yeah. Languages. (laughs) (laughs) Like Russian, so angry. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't call her names. (laughs) right no no name calling no No. yelling no throwing things no freaking out yeah he just like lays down next to her in the bed and he's holding her her. and he's like i understand very sweet and i'm willing to take some of the responsibility too and we can move forward it was it was kind of beautiful yeah it was very sweet and i heard they're still together i i read um, an article about this this case on a true story yes and there's we haven't said i think we have oh yeah i think we did yeah. yeah they're in atlanta they moved out of town fast. Yeah. Can you blame them? Oh, wait. How did she move out of town? Uh, we haven't gotten to that part yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Spoilers. I know. <laughs> she is not put away at the end of the movie. <laughs> what? Oh, my gosh. Oh, sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, you've had, like, uh, 26 years. Oh, 36 years. No, 26 years to watch this. Came in 90. Out in 90. So, 26 years ago yeah, it came out. Yeah. <laughs> so, you've had a while. You've, you've had time. What have you been doing with your life? Yeah. How can you miss this one? <laughs> it's actually pretty good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's a good movie. Um, 
What's next? We just like to make fun of good movies sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it was that time period. It's kind of funny in a way, the way it was set up. Yeah. Because she really went all in, this oh, actress. Yeah. <laughs> Barbara Hershey is a gr- really good actress. I think she won an Emmy for this. I read somewhere back in 90. But yeah. we still want to make fun of it. Sure. <laughs> so wait. Are we done with the affair part of this movie? Because there's like... Yeah, I guess so. Because it's pretty much a linear storyline, except... I mean, there's the framing device, and then there's like 40 minutes of, hey, there was an affair. Right, And then now back to the main story. And I wish that that had been done a little better. Mm -hmm. Just because I, at certain points of the story, was like, wait a minute, are we still in the past? Yeah, it was a little confusing. Um, But anyways, um, the police bring her in. And they're like, oh, we're going to get your fingerprints, you know. And hair is, samples. And hair. This is just normal procedure. She's totally cool with it. Okay. <laughs> she's like, oh, anything I can do to help. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. I want to help. I want to be help. And, um, <laughs> which is crazy because I know. she not realize that she. It's like, uh, I mean, it was very odd because it's like, you know, they're going to figure it out that, you know, that you were at the scene of the crime at least. And there when there was tons of blood around. right right so <laughs> uh so anyways they um they take her fingerprints and then they bring her into the office and they're like so you know we've been talking to stan did you have an affair with stan and i, I think does she admit it right oh away? yeah she yeah, does she admit it right admits, away yeah admits it too mm-hmm. um and then uh <laughs> the results come in mm-hmm. and one of the officers is like i can't stand to be in here anymore oh yeah like pointing at her face <laughs> and i was like you make me sick yeah. and i was like if i knew i had to deal with murderers as a cop, i never would have become one what is this uh. Which I, I, I just thought that was strange. <laughs> You're a nice strange. little housewife lying to us about murder. The <laughs> worst. Grr. Um, what happens next? I guess they <laughs> get a lawyer? Oh, yes. Is there is sense? a lawyer, Brian Dennehy. You know, some of you might know Brian Dennehy. He's a big kind of guy. He's been around in the industry for a while. But um, he goes to their church, and he's a lawyer, and they get him to help out. And turns out he's not even a criminal lawyer. No. He's he uh, like slip and fall. Right, slip and fall cases. <laughs> like, uh-oh. And what's weird is that we've never seen him at the church before. We've had a couple of scenes in the church, but we've never seen him there. Right, we've never seen him. The first time we see him is in his office. Right. And then, you know, as he's, like, explaining, you know, I'm just a slip and fall lawyer. I'm like, why the heck did they employ this guy? Because <laughs> he's idea. cheap. <laughs> and he goes to the same church. And then we're like, I wonder if they go to church together. And then later he's on the phone and he's like, we share the same house of worship or something. Oh, right, right. And then I was like, oh, okay, I guess that is true. Yep, yep. Um, but, yeah, she, uh, she tells him, uh, yeah, I did it. Yeah, so we were like, wow, she just said it right out. And he, of course, he's very shocked himself. Because <laughs> they met alone in his, was it his office or? They in a, met all together, her, her husband and the lawyer. Right. And then, doesn't she say that she did it? And then. I think they met alone, though. I think it was just her and the did, lawyer. But like, he has to send him away. Right. At one point. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Did she just say, like, I did it? Yeah, when they were talking for a bit. And then she's just like. I, I did it. I killed her. Like that. And yeah. he's like, oh, what? <laughs> he's like, don't tell me anymore. Wasn't yeah. it like, don't tell me anymore? Yeah. 
because he doesn't want to influence the case or well, he have to lie in any way. Right, he doesn't want to have yeah. to, like, yeah. All that lawyer stuff. You know what I'm talking, we're talking about. <laughs> well, yeah, he has to be, like, officially retained. So he's like, you need to give me a check right now and retain oh, that's me right. as a lawyer. $100. Um, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, $100? Well, this guy is cheap. I know, right? Um, <laughs> so, and then later they meet again and she's like, yeah, I, I did it. I killed her. Mm-hmm. And she's just very calm. The same way she was when she was approaching having an affair. That's right. The same way she was when she was talking about chopping up trees <laughs> that were begging for their lives. She's always very calm. Very calm lady, yes. And... Um, he he's later on the phone and uh he like is just not believing it and i mean it's weird if you're going to church with someone you see someone every week and then it turns out they like chop someone yeah bits i wouldn't believe it myself because she was you know a little thing she's very small she's yeah. very diminutive and you know you, i would have never guessed that she would do such a thing i mean yeah so i especially you know church a church lady kind of deal yeah. and a real nice lady i i couldn't believe it myself you know, so I understand why he's like, uh, no. And then he su- does. Is he the one who suggests hypnosis for her? Or was that the judge? Who, who did that? Originally, the police asked for her oh, to be put under right. hypnosis. Police, yes. And then they don't pursue that, I guess. I mm-hmm. guess because they end up with hard evidence they don't really need to. Right, right. And then the lawyer follows up and says, you really should do this hypnosis thing. Yeah. Which does kind of show the time. Because I don't think in a modern case you would get like, well, we're going to put you under hypnosis. <laughs> we're going to ask you to relive yeah. the experience. I have a feeling you wouldn't stand up in a court of law nowadays. No. Yeah. But so, yeah, we were both surprised about that. I was yeah. like, really? <laughs> okay. Because like, hypnosis is great if you want to like, quit smoking. Because they'll be, they'll put it, things into your brain. Like, imagine yes. a mouthful of hair mm-hmm. every time you smoke and then like when you smoke it's like gross in your mouth because you're thinking about hair or whatever right 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 but like because you're so suggestible yeah like what was happening was people would be like oh and did he touch you and it's like yes he did you know Mm -hmm. because you just put that into their brain and they're open to it right right it's not them necessarily remembering things so anyways What's that one movie where that one girl wants her therapist to love her and so she pretends to have multiple personality disorder? Is that Sybil? She pretends that she has multiple personalities? Well, in the movie, she doesn't pretend she actually has it. And then oh, later they discovered that she was I pretending. See. Yeah, I think that is Sybil with Sally Field in it. Sure. Yes. <laughs> she has multiple personalities. Yes, yes. Well, we have a lovely Sybil moment in this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the hypnosis scene is very interesting. She <laughs> definitely brought out a lot of her acting training about the primal scream, I yes. would say. <laughs> she really got in there. In the creepy... In the little girl little voice. Little girl voice. Which <laughs> is always very helpful in those scenes. Yes. So first they start off, I think, with the part where she's actually at the woman's home. Yeah. You don't see any of it acted out at that point. You don't see you just her see her reaction. You just see her experience. And a lot of it doesn't make sense because she's more like, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of that. And a lot of like, I don't want him. I don't want him. Like, what is she talking about? And her arms are pushing out like little claw hands. <laughs> yeah, just imagine yeah. a little Tyrannosaurus Rex that's being put down to bed. And it's just like, <laughs> Pretty much, pretty much. Yeah, she was totally committed. Yeah. She was in it. 
definitely in it. And, and it's a win it, and I'm, she did. She I'm wondering did. if she watched people's um, different Hypnose? recordings of uh, people's hypno people in hypnosis, or that she just assumed that's how people act I, in hypnosis. I don't know. I don't know where she got it, but it was pretty <laughs> cray cray. I must admit, it was pretty nuts. I I was so happy because <laughs> this is what I go to these Yay! movies for. We finally can make fun of it <laughs> officially. Yeah, it's like you know when when you just you go for it, you know. <laughs> oh, and she went for yeah. it, baby. <laughs> It's oh like my we're going to have a scene of hypnosis where you're going to scream and spit and claw at the air. There you go. And Pretty much that's what she was doing. <laughs> and <laughs> and then he said, let's go back. Let's go back into your childhood. We're going to go back further and last? further. Remember a time you were mad. That's right. The first time you were mad. And she was like, she's a little girl. I think she was four. She's in like a field and like um, her brother or a boy comes up with a look like a, what was it like a, a, jar? a jar or something. And then smash he acts, smashes to the ground. She, she Oh, she it. grabs she, it in anger. She grabs it in anger yes. and she tries to like hit him with it. Right. But she ends up just smashing glass everywhere and cutting her own face. That's right. And her legs and stuff. And mm -hmm. so then you see her being rushed to the hospital. And then she's like um, screaming and screaming. And then the mother covers her mouth. Like, and it's so her. embarrassed and shushing her. Oh my gosh. And the, I mean, she didn't say anything, but she's just eyes and the shushing and the mouth over the thing. And the little girl's eyes are like bugging out and she's yeah. trying to scream. And she can't scream. She can't scream. And then Pretty like much. all the people in the waiting room are like staring like. Yeah. Like what's what? going on? What's wrong with this kid? I'm like, you're in a freaking hospital. Yeah. There's blood all over. Uh, figure it out. <laughs> I know. I was like, what's wrong with these I people? I know. These people are horrible. <laughs> Where was this? <laughs> but wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's great how that scene starts too because you don't, you know that she's with the hypnotherapist, but you don't know what's going on right you're just with the lawyer and all you hear is like all these animal noises and like <laughs> him looking kind of afraid like, oh what's like, going on in there should i maybe step in <laughs> what are they doing yeah like, mm -hmm. but and then you see her and then you see her four-year-old self uh, which is good because otherwise you would have no idea what's going on yeah none none at all <laughs> um and then he's like, you're allowed to scream. And she's like, no, she's shushing me. Mm -hmm. He's like, you're allowed to scream. And she's like, no, no. Spittle <laughs> 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 flying everywhere. <laughs> and then she starts screaming. Yes. Real, the primal scream came. Absolutely. Oh, boy, did it ever. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, I'm sure she slept for days after that. <laughs> Filming that scene, I would oh think. Exhausting. It was exhausting just watching. I was, I was like, part of me is going, oh, and part of me is going, oh my gosh, this is hilarious. And then part of me is going, what is she trying to say? Uh, yeah, it was yeah. very strange. It was it was an emotional roller coaster just watching it. <laughs> I was. You know, you're hilariously laughing. Yep. And then you're like, but wait a minute, what's actually happening in the scene? Right, right. And then you're also like, but props to you because you are selling the hell she out of this. She definitely did. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. So it was a sight to behold. <laughs> it was. Yeah. You all should watch it if just for that scene, really. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> we can't even do it justice, really. You no, have to see it. No. Yeah. All the little baby voices yeah. and the shushing we could do is oh, not yeah. gonna it's not gonna do it for you the way watching this movie is gonna do it <laughs> that for is you. Right. So then she is told, you know, you've been 
you've raised to be, you know, good little girl and not to express your emotions and your feeling and your anger. You're allowed to express your anger. And then she's like, no, you know, I can't, you know. Mm. So. And then they, they start talking about, like, building a defense because you repressed your anger. <laughs> and, and it, all the women of the land are like, um, does that mean I'm allowed to, like, murder people? I know. <laughs> Me and Megan are like, oh, duh. Uh, that's like us. I mean, are we allowed to do the chop someone up because we were told to be good little girls and not to express our um, anger or bad emotions or whatever? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> oh, then, well, okay. So if we lose it, totally cool. We'll, we'll get off. Yeah. Yeah. We just need to get that hypnotherapist. That's right. And we need to get that lawyer, even though he's not a criminal defense lawyer. And they're probably dead because it's 1980 <laughs> and they're old then. <laughs> and uh, yeah, then we'll be good. Cool. All right, where's that? Done. Watch out, people. <laughs> Don't, Don't have a us. around us. Right. <laughs> um, so then I guess the rest of the movie's the courtroom stuff, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So we have a jury of mostly women. And uh, <laughs> she no longer has these crazy curls. She has a different hairdo. And her hair is now brown instead of red. More softer. Kind of a little side swept number there. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you trying her. to say? To that like her. all redheads are crazy oh, and going to chop people up? Because you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, it's like, I'm not sure if I'm okay with that message. Totally movie. <laughs> I can be calm, yes. cool, and collected. That is definitely a stereotype. Megan is not somebody to fly off the handle very often <laughs> at all. So, anywho, <laughs> just a reminder: Megan has red hair. <laughs> oh yes, I can vouch. She does. I can vouch. <laughs> I'm sitting before her right now. She has red hair. <laughs> so we're we're in the courtroom. She has been taking this. I don't know. Oh, pills to calm her down because she doesn't right. want to show emotions right. at, all. at all. And he's like, uh, you're going to be showing emotions, honey, because they need to see every emotion that you have. Right, that you're not just some because old you, killer. Right, because you've been acting super cold. <laughs> and super weird. And super weird and distant. And everybody's like looking at you like, she doesn't even care. What a cold-blooded murderer. You know? Yeah. Like, we, need, I, we need to see it. Yeah. And I think he stops her from taking the pill. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, his opening statement's really great. It's like, so, you know, I don't want you to, uh, I don't know, have clouded judgment. I just want you to understand that, yes, she did have an affair with the husband. And, yes, she did use an axe on the wife. <laughs> and already goes, oh. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> but it was self-defense. Self-defense, of course. And uh, it sounds really implausible that someone should use an axe in self-defense. <laughs> right. And so on. So many times. <laughs> 41 times. Yeah. Yeah. I think she was dead in, by, by the third or fourth whack. Yeah. <laughs> kept Wait, going. 41 times. Yeah. Kept going. Kept going. <laughs> so, like, that's the narrative that they create. So, Stan takes the stand. And he's like, yeah, we had an affair. Yeah, we quit our affair. The end. It's pretty much all he says very, when he's up there. Very basic. <laughs> very effusive guy, huh? Yeah, I mean, it's just Stan being Stan yep. <laughs> on the stand. <laughs> and then he goes back into, you know, sitting in the courtroom 
with his paperback science fiction novel. <laughs> Crazy reading a paperback during the crime trial about the killing of his wife. I was like, I guess he's bored. Where his mistress is on <laughs> on trial. Yes. On trial. And he's just sitting there. Chilling reading a paperback novel. As you do. <laughs> um and then Candy takes the stand mm-hmm. and that's kind of unusual. Uh the defense attorneys usually try to avoid that if they can. But he puts her on the stand. And she's calm and cool and collected and everything's fine. Mm-hmm. And he brings out the murder weapon and she loses it. Oh, yeah. Totally starts screaming bloody murder. And going back to that, you know, Tyrannosaurus Rex arms as if she's pushing it away from her. Yes. And like looking away. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, like, I feel like the jury would have been not believing her like oh she's putting it on except if you look at her lawyer her lawyer obviously wanted to get a rise out of her but like he looks super surprised <laughs> yeah <laughs> did not expect that at all no wow she brought it she did yeah, yeah. <laughs> good thing he knocked those pills out of her hand <laughs> yes best thing he ever did for this trial um and then the movie finally shows us the murder scene Candy goes over to see Peggy to get the bathing suit and to ask if her daughter's friend can spend another night. Yep. And they want to go swimming. So she's like, oh, I'm just come over to get her bathing suit. She's like, oh, okay, that's great. You know, uh, we, we just have some puppies. Do you want to go outside and play with them? She's like, oh, yeah, sure. So she's out there being all playful with the puppies and everything. And then they come back inside and sit down and Peggy have a cup of coffee, is, right? Yeah. And yeah. Peggy's like, making a cup of coffee and she's not acting like super suspicious or anything but no. she is kind of like cold yeah. and candy is like not picking up on this at no. all totally clueless <laughs> yeah so they're having their coffee and then peggy asks her are you having an affair with stan and then uh candy's like not anymore we we did but it's over yep and then peggy is like okay and like walks out of the room (laughs) and then she like she comes back with an axe right yep yep (laughs) surprise (laughs) that escalated things rather quickly yeah that will do it that will really make people go a little nutty there (laughs) i think she means business so then uh candy starts saying i don't want him i don't want him (laughs) And then we're like, oh, that's what happened when she was doing the hypnosis and kept on yelling that. Yeah. Now we know why. Now we know why. And I thought that was like the most believable thing in the whole movie is like knowing how boring Stan is. Someone just yelling, I don't want him. I don't want him. Really? It's okay. Yes. (laughs) I'm over it. Two months and I'm done. In and out. You can have him. You can totally have him. Um, and then Peggy seems like totally fine by this and she just puts the axe down. Which was unexpected. <laughs> yeah. It was like she almost forgot it was an axe. Yeah. And just like didn't need it at the moment and put it down. And then Candy walks past it and you think, oh, Candy's going to pick it up. And right. she doesn't. And then um, she ends up picking it back up again and blocking Candy's way out of the house. And now they're in like the back room where we know Peggy is found dead and um i guess they start like 
pushing and shoving with the axe. Like yeah. Peggy keeps coming out Candy with the axe, and Candy is Candy's like, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's where the no came from in her yeah. hypnosis. So just like <laughs> they're pushing against each other with with the axe thing in her little craw- claw hands. Right. Kind of reminiscent of her hypnosis. Like, oh, now I see yeah, what I was see happening. Why she was doing that. She was yep. pushing the axe away from her. Mm-hmm. And then um, she man- uh, Peggy manages to get like a small cut on Candy's head. Yes, yes. And Candy manages to kick at Peggy and Peggy falls down. But then mm-hmm. she comes back up again. And then uh, Candy eventually manages to get the axe away from Peggy. And... Uh, well, you missed one part. What's up? Um, when she was like screaming, no, no, stop, kind of thing. Um, Peggy's like, shh, this, this, I believe, set her off. And that's mm-hmm. the theory, actually, because when they did the flashback when she was a little girl, they when she was like cut all over and in the hospital and her mother like put a hand over her mouth to shush her so she wouldn't embarrass herself in front of mm-hmm. everybody. And she kept on shushing yeah, and she shushing. shushing her. And that's what snapped her. That's the theory. And then she just went off and knocked. Mm-hmm. She fell to the ground. Right. Yeah. Not um, Peggy fell to the ground. Yeah. yeah. Peggy falls to the ground. Um and Candy has the axe, mm-hmm. and one, two, three, four, <laughs> and we no longer can see Peggy. There's lots of blood all over the place, and we see Candy with the axe swinging away, but we don't see Peggy anymore. Yeah, I like that, that they didn't get too gory or gruesome. They yeah, didn't focus on like, her face caving in. <laughs> thing. <laughs> I mean, it's a made-for-TV movie. Yes, so. you're right. <laughs> there's certain things they can and can't yeah, do. that's true. And she's like slip sliding on the blood and everything. Oh, yeah, because there's so much blood everywhere. Blood. And her hand prints are all over the place. Right, because <laughs> she's like almost falling over because there's so yeah. much blood everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then we see the scene we see before with Candy cleaning herself up from all the blood. Oh, yeah, in the shower. In the shower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... She, I think, here maybe hears the baby or maybe hears the dog, um, but she walks out and she's all dazed. Yeah. And um, then that's the end of the flashback scene, and we're back in the courtroom. The jury's gone to deliberate. Her lawyers are having lunch. She's too nervous to eat, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> we don't really see the husband at this point. We don't really see the husband in most of the movie. Yeah, I was thought, surprised by that. I kind of thought it would be neat to actually see his reaction when she admits that she, you know, killed Peggy. Right. You know, but we never really saw his reaction to that. No. The only thing we see is when the police think that she's done it. She comes back from the police station. She, like, wraps him up in a hug and is like, they think I did it. And then that's the whole scene. Yeah. It's like... Oh, it's, it's literally, over. yeah. It's like three <laughs> seconds. And one second is her like walking over to him. Yeah. <laughs> She's like yells his name and then runs to him and grabs him hard. They think I did. And then That's end it. of scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, uh, okay, now now we know that he knows that the police think she did it. <laughs> <Right>. And that's <laughs> it. <laughs> we don't really know much about the husband other than when he like confronts her about her infidelity. But right, after right. that, we don't really know anything. Nope. And then two hours later, the jury comes back with a verdict. Two hours later. Ooh, ooh, what does Uh-oh. that mean? <laughs> but they say not guilty. Not guilty. Ooh. And uh, we go back to the framing device. 
Candy is talking to the, I guess, hypnotherapist. We don't see him. We just see her. And uh, she's, you know, talking about how she feels like a monster and stuff. And then he says, we're all capable of that. And she says, is that supposed to make me feel any better? So. End of movie. Yeah. That's a good way to end it, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Makes you think. Mm-hmm. Anyone Definitely. could chop anyone up. It's true. Anyone could just lose it and just chop away. That's why, ladies and gentlemen, you have to express your emotions here. Because if you don't, you might chop someone up and kill them. So it's better to love people than to chop them up and express your emotions. Like the song says, express yourself. You got to make it. Express yourself. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> yeah i think the most important emotion to express is hey so yes absolutely <laughs> so if you find yourself like walking past people and not saying hey <laughs> remember the song yes please do <laughs> express yourself <laughs> i thought i don't think you know that song I don't know that song is that a real song yes it's a real song it's a madonna song Oh, I don't really know that many Madonna songs. Okay. I always forget that you're so much younger than me. (laughs) And I'm sure there might be some folks out there like, I don't know that song either. But yeah, it's it's a Madonna song from the 80s. It's a real one. Absolutely. (laughs) I can vouch for it. I was there. (laughs) Not just from Don's brain. (laughs) I heard the radio when it was originally out. Ooh. (laughs) Pre Megan. strange to imagine a world without me isn't it <laughs> it is I, it's hard it's difficult <laughs> i'm sure you're there in spirits <laughs> that would have been a great way to end the movie though like you know yeah she's like i feel like a monster anyone could have done that cut to black express yourself you got to make it express yourself hey 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 express yourself with the little uh, choir down at the bottom you yeah. see them singing Clopping. and clapping mhm yes and with the rolling credits it would yeah. have been such a beautiful sight i yeah. think it would really inspiring so inspiring Definitely. It's just a missed opportunity at this I point. Know. Oh, well. <laughs> well, we could always do a remake, you know, for the 30th yeah. anniversary. That's like, what, in four years? Yeah, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> so um, at the end of each of our episodes, we have two rating systems. We have one out of five stars in terms of how good is this movie. And then we have one out of five whatevers to see how goofy and mockable the movie is. So for this one, peppermints for Goofy. <laughs> oh, good. I'm so glad you didn't say axes. <laughs> I did. I did think about axes, oh. and then I was like, "No, Megan, yeah, don't do this. That would be not very tasteful." <laughs> Unlike peppermints, which are super tasty. Yes, numb. <laughs> I'll put my head underwater for that. <laughs> definitely motivation i totally get that little girl (laughs) i'd go for maybe like uh peppermint patties instead with a little bit of chocolate yeah 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 (laughs) straight peppermints are fine but i mean come on yeah blah blah Blah. you get them free after dinner yeah no big deal no big deal at all or humbugs they have caramel in the middle oh yeah maybe they she just liked the white with the red stripes on it maybe she thought it was pretty Maybe. (laughs) Well, okay. So I thought it was about two and a half stars for mockability. 
We don't use stars from Rockefeller. Oh. We're using peppermints. <laughs> we just talking about peppermints. Hello. I had a brain fart. Excuse me. Uh, so peppermints, I would say I would give it two and a half peppermints for mockability. And for goodness? For goodness, I would give it four stars um, because, I mean, it was pretty well acted. Yeah. And um, she actually won an Emmy for the role. I'm thinking it was probably the hypnosis. Barbara Hershey did. Yes, Barbara Hershey won an Emmy for that role. So, you know, I mean, she did a good job, I thought. Yeah, I I did too. Yeah. But there are some scenes, of course. That that are kind of crazy. Yeah, kind of (laughs) nuts. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, like this movie can be made fun of i mean it's based on true events so we just did it (laughs) we're sick people (laughs) yeah you may not feel good about yourself after you do it but we never claimed that you would feel good about yourself afterwards we didn't we just said to express yourself yes you don't have to feel good about yourself express yourself Um, so yeah, I mean, between the cop who's like, I have to get out of this room, I can't believe you, (laughs) and the little girl with the peppermints, and Stan just being so boring, and the butcher paper reasons to have an affair. That's my favorite part. Um, Such a Sunday school teacher, she can't help herself. (laughs) And uh, the fact they're playing volleyball, and he makes a weird face, and she's like, oh my gosh, he's so clever. (laughs) Uh, not to mention the scene where she has the Tyrannosaurus Rex arms and the little girl voice and the shh. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's plenty here to make fun of. Yeah, it was. So maybe but, actually yeah. like three. I'll give it three peppermints. Oh, very cool. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good to me. It's hard to cut a peppermint in half anyway. I don't know how That's I did true. the two in half. <laughs> laser beams. I don't know. Ooh, lasers. Woo, we brought lasers to the podcast. All right. Yeah. <laughs> we blew our whole budget on lasers and stuff. So. Zoom, zoom, zoom. There they go. <laughs> in retrospect, I don't know that that was a good choice. <laughs> <sighs> well, uh, before we sign off, I did want to do a quick plug. Plug time. Um, I was recently on the Realist podcast. That's our E E L I S T. Ooh, I like where you went there, where he spelled it like real, like real film. Very punny. Exactly. I, I dig it. <laughs> um, Dave Stone Rob goes through the AFI 100 list, and uh, each episode is about a different movie. So we went and we talked about Swing Time. Oh, like Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers? Yeah. Oh, that's classic. That's the one. Very cool. So um, if you just, you know, can't get enough of me or if you like movies, which I'm guessing you like movies, you're listening to this. Yes. Um, <laughs> give episode 11 of The Realist, R-E-E-L-I-S-T, uh, a listen. And that's it for me for plugs. Excellent. Definitely something to listen to, guys. Sounds cool. So I guess we'll sign off. Thanks for listening. Yes, thanks, guys. We had a blast. Bye. Bye. Sibilance, sibilance. (laughs) Sibilance? I don't know. I've heard people do that when they test microphones. (laughs) Popping popcorn. (laughs) A perfect cup of tea from a copper kettle. Cup, 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 of, 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 cup, 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 of, 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 of. of. (laughs)
tea, tea, tea. <laughs> or coffee, coffee, coffee. Corfu, Corfu. <laughs> Don't think that's a word. It's the name of a uh, island off the coast of Greece. Ah. <laughs> okay. <laughs>